This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Who's in the background? Booker. My son. Ah, guest host. He has a lot to say. I got your lovely card, thank you. Awesome, I hope it, um, I hope it was like a nice little thing you know with everything going on right now like i know that's silly but sometimes like it was like a little card no it was nice it was like i opened it It was like oh that's good but uh i did not send any cards because of like reasons i mean yeah no you've got a good reason so how long has it been now hello uh none of us are on camera just so you know oh good was that an option? I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't know. It was automatic on the app. I've never used this damn thing before. Oh, yeah. You know what? That happened to me when I first used it on my laptop. I'm, I'm always on my uh, Xbox record, so. And I assume nobody wants to see a potato popping. I mean, that's just you know, story. What? I suppose it's fun. What? We have a special <laughs> guest today. He's yelling and sitting on his table and holding a cone. Oh, fantastic. Like an ice cream cone or like a geometric shaped cone? Not a cone, a cone. Oh, a cone. He's got one. I don't know why he would use to go through the desert. (laughs) We ain't found shit. (laughs) That's a much better reference than my greaser reference. No, I like the reference too, though. It's good. I mean, to be fair, any Mel Brooks reference, even the worst ones, are a better reference than most anything. Please, please, don't make a fuss. True. Uh, speaking of greasers, have you guys watched the complete version of The Outsiders, which is on HBO Max? I have not. I have uh, not seen no, any version of The Outsiders. Nor have I. You haven't seen The me. Outsiders? No. <laughs> Have you read the book? Also, no. The oh, book man, I remember like... really enjoying. That was one of those books in middle school that got me into reading where I was yeah. like, oh, this is what reading is? Cool. Nice. I know that a lot of people had to read it, but uh, yeah, it wasn't me. Uh-huh. You, you have to read it in school? Nope. Had to read Wuthering Heights, and I fucking hated it. Ooh, I definitely that sounds didn't have terrible. to read that. Good. That it's does sound word. terrible. Um... Well, have you since read The Outsiders and or seen the original movie? Yeah, I, I have been forced to sit through it. <laughs> I mean, that's one way so to describe an American it. classic. That's 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 I, a that's a strong endorsement right there. I mean, I, I sure did spend most of the time thinking I could be watching uh, uh, George Lucas's uh, American Graffiti. <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest with you. I watched that in a couple of years, but that is a that is a way better movie than (laughs) it really is. Yeah, I've never (laughs) seen American Graffiti because it doesn't interest me. Um, And but you uh, you don't want to watch middle class rich or like uh, upper middle class kids uh, tooling around in cars their parents bought them. No, no, I'm not. I'm I'm like I'm a weird car guy. I'd rather watch cars be built than watch a movie about cars. Now, I haven't seen it, but isn't that also the plot to Succession? Just rich people driving around and stuff their parents gave them? 
I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, that but either. that's got Brian Cox. True. You know, um, a secret there. Uh, just just to clarify, I can't argue the merits of the Outsiders because it's been so long since I've seen it. I just know it's so full of young actors from the eighties. It's true, and it's Francis Ford Coppola before he like completely lost it. So it's it's got to be worth watching. It, it feels very much like Francis Ford Coppola made a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's that's the most savage burn I think I've ever heard. And yet entirely accurate. There's no cruelty. It's like you're the director who had the greatest single forerun out of the medium. You made a TV movie as well, you know, like good for you. Look, not everything has to be perfect, and I think that's a good place to start our discussion on The Matrix. <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about Boba Fett. We're talking about The Matrix, Bill. Well, I didn't watch Boba Fett. I thought we were talking about Resident oh. Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. That's what oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, very clearly, you said we're not talking about perfection, so we can't be talking about uh, Resident <laughs> Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Really quick, though, I enjoyed it. It's a bad movie, but I had a good time. So. <laughs> I saw the trailer that used the He-Man song. And I'm I'm good. I, I've gotten enough out of that movie that I'm content I, do, without having you, seen it. Have you played the games? Do you like I have games? not, no. And so, you have nothing to get out of this movie. That, I mean, I, you I, might find dumb enjoyment out of it, but otherwise... Because most of the movie is literally me sitting there watching out, and I was like, oh shit, that's from the game. Oh shit, that's from the game. That's pretty yeah. much it. Like that was. Yeah, that, and that's, I'm fine that's with where, that. I knew. <laughs> that, that's where my excitement's coming from. Because like when I was a kid, I memorized uh, Resident Evil One and Two's strategy guide. So I intend on like watching this like like some fucking Renaissance expert watching it. You know, like like looking at the Sistine Chapel and being like, ah, yes, excellent. See that corner? They've perfectly reproduced that from <laughs> level one uh, A's secondary floor. Honestly, um, bravo, bravo. Uh, no, they do a, they do a good job of that stuff. That's part of the good reason to watch it. But also, there's a couple of scenes in it that are pretty damn good. There's one in particular where uh, Chris Redfield is in the mansion, you know, the famous mansion, and uh, it has a good like survival horror feel of him. Like you can see, he's slowly running out of bullets as he's being surrounded. But there's like no light in this like dining room that he's in, so all, all the light is from him shooting until he runs out, and then he just has a knife and he's defending himself and trying to use his lighter to like keep lit so he can see what's happening. And it's really well done to the point that where you're like, cool. why is this in this movie? Like, <laughs> this has no business here. This is clearly the director had a really good idea and was like, I guess I'll use it here. But then all of a sudden. <laughs> Like a giant fucking spider shows up. Yeah. I yeah. should have saved I, I this just, for my next one. I just want there to be a, a way of watching this movie with like maybe alternate <gasps> cuts on a DVD where you can choose. Like, should you use your knife? No, I'm going to use a bazooka <laughs> to kill these rats and I won't have a bazooka later on with the boss. It'll be great. I want to see that fucking film. Well, I was going to ask, should one watch this with a controller in their hand? Yes. Probably. Uh, I watched it. I bought it through the Xbox, which I really <laughs> so I did have the controller nearby. How many times did you skip a scene by accidentally like trigger, trigger, trigger? Oh no! Wait, dude, that's the worst. 
Oh, uh, what if what if uh, every time they went through a door, it stopped the movie and they went through the whole? <laughs> you showed the door animation. <laughs> <laughs> Going upstairs. Oh my okay. god! That yeah, they took the references amazing. a little far. They literally say Jill Sandwich in the movie, and I'm like, okay, we get it, guys. Like, <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> That's anyway, uh, I, was, I wasn't gonna make, take up a bunch of time talking about this movie that I think that I cared about. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you liked it. And I'm happy to hear. I remember you being excited beforehand, so it's good that it wasn't a complete disappointment. Oh yeah, he's been pumped for this movie, and I'm I'm for one glad that he enjoyed it. Oh yeah, because a lot of people did not like it, including fans, which I get. I I I can understand why people wouldn't. I think I knew what I was getting into, so that helped. But you know what I all, what I really liked, and is a much better movie. The Matrix. The Matrix Resurrection. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about the first Matrix. I didn't watch that. Well, oh no, they're I, similar. I'm only here for Revolution, <laughs> I'm, I'm Mech kidding. Warrior, or Bust. Well, are, so are we ready to take the blue pill and go back to the Matrix? I think it's the red pill. No, the red pill gets you out of the matrix. Red pill gets you out. We gotta take. We're going. Take we're it. going back into the matrix. So we're taking the blue pill. Oh, okay. An, uh, okay. No, you you need the red pill to go into uh, uh, Ubuntu, and then from Ubuntu you can access administrator privilege. So, huh? <laughs> Run, run uh, escape matrix. Dot exe. <laughs> um. Well, first uh, and I'm foremost, coding across my face. <laughs> first and foremost, let us welcome uh, Anne, who was not able to join us last time. Uh, hey. The uh, better half of the Blue Rose uh, Cinema. The 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 one who does like the actual work. Uh, I just show up once or twice and then tweet about it. Oh, it, like it, it, it's okay. I, I hate tweeting about my own work, so it I I consider ninety nine to one a fair balance. This is, this is how this works. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know you're just talent, Charlie. Exactly. I am just talent. He's here for the face. Yeah, exactly. Be- Charlie, we're going to need you in bend and snap in this episode. Whoosh. You just, you missed you it. Don't you don't know the Well, welcome, welcome. So let's hop right into it. What did everybody think of The Matrix? Did you enjoy it, yes or no, just flat out? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. I thought it was great. Yeah. I, too, enjoyed it. I feel I like did. I should say no now, because everybody's like, there should be one person that was like, I hate it, but here's why. Well, I well, do it, have yes, issues. Why? Like, it's definitely... The first Matrix is a movie unto itself. It is a genre-defining, changing touchstone of there were action and sci-fi movies before the matrix and there were movies after it and you can clearly see the moment things change like it is that important to oh yeah the medium and then there was two sequels which are um like i like (laughs) but they're not good movies i also i agree in that with that statement and i'll say this about revel uh Revolutions. No, not about that one. About Resurrections. I think it is the best sequel. Uh, yes, th- this is the first good movie to come after the first Matrix, and I would say that yeah. like this one also is messy and has flaws like this. This last two sequels, but this one actually 
works on its own as a movie. You don't need to have played Enter the Matrix and seen Animatrix to give a shit about half the characters in that awful, awful, awful Zion fight that takes forever. And so this one actually like makes you care about anything in the film. And if you've seen yeah. the prequels, you kind of get a bit out of it. But you also, you could really just watch this after. I'm sorry, the did first you call Matrix. them the prequels? Hello there. Sequels. <laughs> no, I think no, I said sequels. No. Did I say prequels? No, you, no. you 100% yeah. referred to them as the prequels. <laughs> Look, I'm on cold I'm COVID. I'm like, I'm I'm not here. <laughs> henceforth, henceforth, uh, the the two sequels to the original Matrix will be known <laughs> as the prequels, and we will never talk about them again. Oh man! I mean, because uh, you don't really need it. You could cut the Merovingian out of uh, this film. Oh man! And you I could just you go would. from the first one. Oh, yeah, I, I was so one. disappointed. I always thought that the Merovingian had this great concept, like maybe he's the one from a previous universe or whatever. It's like the man is the devil. And then you run up on the devil and he's like just some hobo who's, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> uh, do, does anyone here watch Doctor Who? Stop like the, the, the new series-ish of Doctor Who. Um, specifically, when the master came back to life as some weird electric voodoo like zombie guy with electric powers. That's yeah, but that sounds like thinking. Doctor Who. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I was I thinking. That. Just, oh, they, they, they took a great menacing character who was like comic booky but menacing and cranked him up to batshit crazy person who was off their meds. And it just loses all the menace and intrigue. And you, you just, you're so happy when they stop being on screen. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, but I also loved him being like the shitty internet trolls who just scream out, you're not original and terrible, this is awful. Like, it was, the entire movie is as subtle as a brick to the face, and yes. it, it's yeah. not, like, nuance is not Lana Wachowski's strong point at all. Like, she's great, I find her very interesting writing, but it is not subtle, and it never has been. Like, the very first Matrix, Neo comes back to life from a love's kiss, so yeah, it's always been this. It's always, like, they've always kind of written as uh, teenagers feeling their first emotions ever, and it's always cranked up to ten, and they have, like, shitty loud uh, music in the background screaming about their feelings. Like, it's just it, this felt like that just a bit more grown up but still I, a teenager i wouldn't say that i like i didn't think that about the love's kiss to me it it just harkens back to like you know disney fairy tales where you the prince yeah but the it, more, more the i mean the kind of um lady without her consent and then you know they they fall happily in love like i think that that's to me what it always felt like i never felt like, like that so is what the, you're saying is trinity mouth raped neo that's I mean, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm saying the consent was definitely uh, inferred, not implied. Push. That, that that's that's legally acceptable. This went dark quick faster than I thought. It, but... I mean, you know. I mean, look, it wasn't Wonder Woman '84's rape. Boom, roasted. Okay. No, oh that god. that was oh god, that god, that god. Uh, but it is kind of uh, it it is interesting because that that uh, uh, kind of fairy tale ending 
kind of immediately doesn't work based on the fact that there are the immediate sequels. Um, it, it, again, cut out those two immediate sequels and jump right to this one, and it it kind of works and makes sense because like that fairy it continues the fairy taleness of like oh now you've been magically separated and you both have amnesia instead of where Reloaded begins with you seeing both of them in like natty disgusting sweatpants and it's like oh right well also, also I, live in a most real of world. the like flashbacks you know when they show shots from the previous movies it, almost all of them are from the first movie in fact maybe even yeah. all of them except for like young jada pinkett smith I Jada Pinkett really Smith, and it. there's the girl, um, the computer program, the the cute metal Satine. bird. That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> but that okay. So you, but you really you don't like shots. you don't need her either. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you could figure out like okay because they say I was a program. My parents did this. I'm like, oh cool. So I know who you are now. I I really. I didn't remember her from the movie because I haven't watched those sequels in a long time. Uh, I never find myself going by me like I gotta watch the Matrix sequel. I'll watch the first one. I can watch the first one. I'll watch the first one. I definitely I, remembered. I was I that was a pleasant surprise when they revealed uh that that was her character. I it wasn't something I'd even expected or considered, but I liked it as a nice callback hmm. um to the world. I I think I saw it on Twitter. Uh someone had had been like, "Hey, I think this person's that." And you kind of look at it and you uh, Okay, that makes fucking sense. I, it doesn't matter what the context of where it is. Okay, that makes fucking sense. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing, like, we wouldn't call it spoiled, but someone uh, deduced it <laughs> into reality. That's how the Matrix works. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sorry, Booker has just suddenly set in my lap, and I don't know. Oh, delightful. Which... Do you have something to say about the Matrix? You didn't watch the movie. Which one has to wonder if we're in the Matrix with the way Tom Holland has manifested his career. You mean making terrible films except for Spider-Man movies? I mean, uh, willing into existence his career as Spider-Man. I don't know about oh, his, I've literally awful. not seen any of his other movies. They're all, like, blame the movie if you want, possibly, or blame him. It's so fucking hard to tell. What, I, other, I what other movies did he uh, That Like, Cherry? that's the thing. It's yeah, cherry. Uh, there was another one oh, with. Um, there was. Uh, there was, was that the was Netflix really? one or no? He's uh, done a couple with Netflix, I think. Yeah, there there's two? one there's that's something? supposed to be pretty good called Devil All the Time. Uh, oh, I know. I tried to watch that one. I couldn't watch that one. And he that honestly, like kind of Uncharted looks terrible. I think Uncharted looks pretty fun. Maybe mm. I'm weird, but you are. Look, weird. I've, I've looks played terrible. maybe five minutes of the game, and I did not like the controls, so I have no attachment or connection to it and i watched the trailer and was like yeah this looks like something that maybe when it's on netflix if i'm hungover i'll be like okay i've oh, played yeah, no, none no, of the I game i've played none of the game and all i know of it are the trailers and this movie looks nothing like the game and i just think I... that as someone who doesn't hasn't never played the game to even look at this and go it doesn't look like the game is does not bode well for this movie I think it looks kind of yeah. like the game, except for the fact that the, you know the, he and Marky Mark are clearly younger than the uh, the game characters by ten. Well, ten like there's the thing. I think that like uh, if if this movie was smart at all, they'd uh, it would pull a big trouble in Little China, and Marky Mark would actually be um, I guess Nathan Drake or whatever the hell his name is. I I never played the game. I have an yeah, that's his name. 
but yeah, and like just have the whole thing be a fake out. Tom Holland's actually this you know kid who thinks he's the adventurer, and meanwhile, it's is actually you know fucking funky bunch there. Which I I do like, but I also don't like making Mark Wahlberg seem like he's in any way confident. So uh, that's also true. He is a racist piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna get a breaking news drop. Um. <laughs> Uh, but let's get back to the Matrix. I, uh, I, the, the thing I enjoyed most about this uh, story was the Trinity Neo aspect. Um, anytime those two were on scene together, it just crackled. Um, yeah, I those, those two have incredible chemistry, and it's amazing that they still have it after so many years of not working together at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I wish this had been a more Trinity-centric or centered movie than a Neo-centered one. Um, yeah, I would have liked. I would have liked to have seen that. Like, I, I did really like their chemistry. I like the balance of the world-building stuff. Just seemed interesting, and it was more like giving you kind of a hint and taste of talking about the machine civil war. That was cool the new ways the matrix works like i liked all of those little bits but it didn't overwhelm or take away from the story um the the story of the civil war i definitely like how they did um uh i think the retreading of getting neo to realize he was in the matrix and get him out of the matrix that was a bit much for me um, oh, no, I, 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 I kind of through it though. It. Yeah, um, I, I kind of like it, you know, like for its obvious uh, uh, symbolism of uh, when, when, when sometimes you back away from like uh, an identity revolution and you almost forget it ever happened, and you have to go through these processes again. So it it makes complete sense for a very specific audience of which the director writer is a part of <laughs> so yeah it's it's one of those things of maybe narratively that didn't work as well but you know as as someone who that spoke to it's like oh yeah 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 i know what that's like i actually thought narratively it worked very well uh actually i would say that as far as the narrative goes that first act of the movie is perfect i think it is amazing though places where the movie falls flat a little bit for me are actually in like the last two thirds or so like once he gets out of the matrix that's when things kind of like okay it's it's fine there's nothing bad that i can point to but like i don't like this but it's not it nothing about it stands out to me the way that first act does like there's so much about that that i was just in love with i thought it was amazing i was like i'm so down for the i'm normally not into like meta stuff i think it's kind of cringy at times but i thought it nailed like the meta side of the matrix of like oh you know the movies and now we're making you know it's actually a game and we're making the sequel and everyone's saying this about a sequel like it it, it really worked for me normally i'd be like uh, okay we get it but i was kind I of know. amazed that um like uh, uh I w first of all i was amazed at the name drop the direct name drop of uh, warner brothers um <laughs> yeah and and then immediately <laughs> bitching about like they're gonna make it no matter what and they're gonna fuck it up so let's actually do it for them. Um, and that's considering the last two. Uh, so who here watched Space Jam 2? Hmm. Oh, uh, I did not. I did no. not. 
imagine a lazy ready player one like a truly fucking lazy ready player one i i think that there is an amazing uh, quadrilogy to be had uh with ready player one space jam 2 uh the matrix resurrections and free guy talking about how we try to interact with ip and the universes we've created and how other people just want to make fucking money 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 off of it so fuck off money money yeah, like two of those I'm, movies be, are awful really right and i'd be really fascinated to know what in the matrix um neo's game was supposed to like be like if if he had remained in the uh, the control and he and Smith had made a pile of money in the Matrix, what would that result in in the real world? What how what effect would that have on the the Civil War? Is it absolutely bullshit? Are they just playing like Kurosoft, you know, video game maker simulator? <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't seem to be very off? long games because Trinity like talks about it one or Tiffany, I guess at this point talks about it, and then the next day is like, I played your games. It's like. That was a day ago. Like, how long are these? Wasn't it? I thought that it was. I, I got the impression some time had gone by over the I course mean, of that scene. Also, Matrix. Truth, like, truth, I, don't, I, I, I don't think yeah, when yeah. you you can judge time by any correct measure. Um. Yeah. Okay. That, that's um, an sorry. Question. Yeah. What is the time scale? Uh, well, of I the mean, Matrix to reality. Yeah, because. I mean, just for instance, I, I just rewatched it before uh, we started recording so I could just see if I still felt sort of the same way about stuff. Um, and the end fight takes place at nighttime and then the uh, at, and then it transitions to daytime. And at first, I was I, I, I was thrown by it because I was like, wait, I thought it was nighttime. But like then I thought to myself, well, no, I guess it could have gotten, it could be the dawn rising. But the sun is, I mean, we don't know where the Matrix technically takes place. We I know it was shot on the West Coast. So I know that the sun <laughs> is setting in this moment. So, and it doesn't yeah, it kind, look... Yeah, it kind of looks like a fake San Francisco, sort of. Yeah, well, that's that's another thing I'll, I'll mention here in a second. But it doesn't look like a sunrise. It looks like a sunset, like, to me. And that and so, like, that part really threw me. Um, I will say, I, I, I the, the meta takes me out of it accidentally in the end of the movie because all I can think of during the final chase scene uh is uh the fact that venom's being shot across <laughs> across the way Tom Hardy's <laughs> right over there he's only, just over there only because i know that they were like oh yeah we had to change our end of our movie because the matrix was shooting and you could see the matrix in the back of the venom shot oh so my I just, fucking god so like if you watch the new venom movie and you see the rooftop fight at the end of the Venom, and there's just helicopters in the background. Yeah, that's the Matrix. That's the Matrix. <laughs> the Matrix is happening over there. That's fantastic. Don't look over there. That's a better movie. <laughs> so when I watch it, all I can think is Venom's right over there. <laughs> that that means the Matrix is only 
one leap away from the NCU. Come on, guys, we can make this happen. We could. We could <laughs> will it into existence. Hey, I mean, let's Pat be Oswald honest. Oswald is like furiously like talking at the parks and rec. And then the Matrix crosses over. I mean, <laughs> you and Trinity fly out. You got you jokes, know, but the. But the chances that Disney buys Warner Brothers, I think, is better than not buying them not buying Warner Brothers. Sooner or later, like, they are going to have to break that up at some point. Like within the next, if the world doesn't end within the next, like I would say, ten years, they're going to have to break up the IPs, and or it's just going to become horrific. No, they're, they're not going to break up the IPs. This is a company that has already made the federal government of the United States move copyright law multiple times. Like, they have intentionally said, no, our thing is so important. You have to allow countless other lawsuits to go forward in unrelated things because we don't give a fucking shit about that. But yeah, the mouse will not be fucked with. We will not but... lose the mouse. The mouse has to stumble. Like the the mouse has lost money in head downtime before. They can't be on top forever. Sooner or later, Feige's deal with the devil has to end. Yeah, but that's why Bob Iger stepped down because every now and then you need a blood sacrifice. And if they're a willing <laughs> virgin, then it's even better. Fair, fair. Uh, um, uh, speaking of the that end chase, though, I thought that was a really really horrific idea of the people who just suicide themselves out of the building to crash down on the motorcycle chase like that was a very dark concept that just kind of came out of nowhere the wife watching her scream as her husband runs out of the window is like wait that's this movie just got much darker than it had been for the entire previous run oh yeah and like, so do do those people remember? Do you, do you immediately like kind of just like sleep their avatars or something and be like, okay, no, no, no. Her husband just got revealed that he's a program. He just committed suicide in an attempt to murder someone else. We she can't even deal with the fact that her husband just killed himself. Let alone why? Because it's a program, and she's not a real person, and he was never her husband. And it's like, oh sweet Jesus, just give these people drugs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me. I Yeah, I can't tell you. I don't... I, I'll be honest. Uh, the action in this movie... Uh, the gun action in this movie really was a turnoff. And the fight action was really underwhelming. Um, I You know, being from Colorado, uh, the amount of mass shootings... I mean, we just had another one this week. Uh, so when whenever gun violence is in films, um, it, it has to be done with some measure of, I don't know, like, I don't know, care or something like there's too many times. Yeah. Or not even like, I mean, just believability, I guess. in the fact that you can't fantasize or fetish, fetishize, uh, this. And it just felt, um, disingenuous how it was portrayed and also unnecessary to me this movie really feels like it's a trinity movie uh and so i don't know how much of the violence was is needed that feels more of a neo-esque uh side of the matrix i don't know if any of this makes sense um no, no but, it does uh 
And I and I also I don't know how much I it, it's hard for me to you know think about this movie because how much of this was forced because of the pandemic? How many of the choices did they have to make with their presentation of some of their ideas uh, because Which, of the pandemic? Um, I, I would also uh, that definitely I would say it affects the action and makes it a little bit less. They didn't have as much time to prepare and fight as they did on the previous films and rehearse and make it more. And they didn't have the same uh, stunt team as what well, like the choreographer that kind of really made it pop in the first one. What are you one. talking about? He's married to Trinity. Yeah, but uh, it was Yo Wong Ping who did the... I mean, uh, Tiffany. I probably butchered that name. Yes. Yeah, no, Chad. Yeah, you're right. I, I love how it's Chad, but it's... Um... <coughs> it did, I didn't realize it was him. I just, I like, as soon as he popped up, I was like, this dude's like, I know this dude's face. Like, why do I know who this guy is? And then afterwards, I realized he was the the director slash former stunt dude and you have to wonder how much of it too would have been warner brothers being like no it's a matrix movie you have to have this this many fights and like okay we'll put it here here definitely this seemed a lot more like this is what we need to have it at this beat this is what we need to have it at this beat and they they weren't as important to the story yeah it's an aspect of uh, morpheus it just like yeah. when they're oh, in yeah. the, the pagoda or whatever. It's just what? Why is this? We're not that one I like though because it was like this. This is pretty. This is. Fun. <laughs> I really <laughs> like. Uh, man, that I, actor. I, I I don't know his name. I I'm sure I've seen him in something before. But oh yeah, he, he was, 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 he not? He was uh, John in uh, the Amazing yes, Watchmen TV show. He was also um, not as good, but I'm pretty sure he was Black Manta in Aquaman. Oh yeah. Was he? Oh, Rosie. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's great. They, they canceled uh, his uh, the Black Manta uh, sequel, so and that and that's a shame because I really liked his work in that movie. Yeah, he was definitely one of the better parts movie. of that movie. Yeah, I think. But so I think, as far as like the action goes, it, it was like a necessary. It's a necessary part of like it's a Matrix movie. I guess there has to be action, but at the same time, it's clear like it is not the. Yeah, it's not the primary concern of this movie, and I'm fine with that. There's I enough honestly, of it, and it's fine. It's not, it may not be you know there are parts of it that aren't great, but it's not bad either. So I'm like, it, which is I can I'll probably say that about a lot of aspects of this movie. <laughs> um, it was so I mean right. I get it. I, if you it, had it, no, if you had no fighting possible. in this movie, it would be like, well that's weird. Like I know that's not you know. It's kind of like a you, you can't win for losing kind of thing. Like if it wasn't there, it would be a conversation about like, isn't it weird that there's like no fight scenes in this movie? <laughs> yeah, pe- people will complain that it's just more talking, and and then we'd end up right back at the art architect jokes. Ergo, uh, I definitely could have done. I definitely could do a version of this movie with zero of the action. Oh yeah, I no, think I could too. Like I'd be way. fine with that, yeah. but I can, uh, but I can also understand why it's there. So I mean, I, yeah, it's, I, like, I, it's uh, what what made the first film great. So they did have to have moments where, like, yeah, like we're still gonna have a few punchy fights. Yeah, I think the problem though is that they took the time and the care in the first one with those scenes, and n- none of that was there, and so it felt 
I mean, it wasn't by comparison. Yeah, it's far from as good. But that being said, the action in this movie is still. Um, it's, it's, it's still, still fine. Than, like, it's, it's better than no. some other movies, especially some like other uh, martial martial arts style movies that I've seen. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, it was on I, par I, with Shang Chi. I would say. I would argue it's not even close Fist. to. I would say it's not even close to Shang Chi in its depiction of action. Um, and, I mean, none of the scenes are as good yeah. as like. And, I, and and I don't and I don't think they could have competed because I I think Shang Chi yeah, is chock filled with people who study martial arts, and I think you don't because of the pandemic, you didn't have actors, and you don't have actors who are except for Keanu, trained in martial arts, um, I think that that was, and they didn't have the time to really go in and practice with the way, you know, the pandemic was. So, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I will I say, Jonathan, part of it. Uh, Gref did a good job, I thought, as well, of the being the oh, yeah, Smith 2.0. I, I don't know yeah. if you guys talked about it. I had to walk away for a minute because my, my son took a big poop and I had to change it. Um, <laughs> but... I, it, there was a little bit of disappointment for me in not having Hugo Weaving in this movie. Um, yeah. Especially from like the storyline perspective from the movie of like what they're doing, the kind of sequel that it is of like, Oh man, I imagine these scenes with him and it has a kind of different meaning and feel if it's, you know, the two of them working off of each other. That being said, if you're going to, the actor that they get to replace him it's like expecting a hundred dollars and getting a bag of gold instead. Like, holy shit! I, no, I'm not disappointed. Great. Not <laughs> what I was expecting, but I'm I'm on board. I'm on board yeah. for this. Yeah. <laughs> there was definitely a moment when I was watching them fight, though, that I I literally leaned over and I said, "It looks like Neo's fighting Daniel Tosh." <laughs> That's funny. His uh, clothes were weird, right? Like, I was like, "What is he?" He's, I mean, I get it. He's not going to dress like an agent, but there were scenes there where I was like, "That's." Bizarre, uh, but all right. <laughs> a, a couple things. Uh, uh, I think it's interesting that they clearly wrote this character with Hugo in mind, and I read that they were in talks with Hugo, but there's no nothing. No reason was given why those talks failed, and he I, ultimately I, I decided saw, I not to come back. Somewhere that he just it, it couldn't fit into his schedule, mm. and I and I believe that because the way that. Because they started shooting this like pre-COVID, I think, and then COVID hit, and so they started in February of 2020, and then were shut down in March, and then so, yeah, so in I, August. I, I could totally buy like that he wanted to do it and just and, and couldn't. Um, but yeah, like it, I do kind of like the idea they that it, they the, make it work to the to the best of their abilities. I think. Yeah, and I, I like I miss Hugo Weaving quite a bit, but I do like the idea of it's that same program with a new skin. Like the fact the that it's cool, yeah, yeah. It's it could they it's the same thing they tried to do with uh, Revolutions, where it's like it wasn't Smith for most of the movie. It's that guy doing a Hugo Weaving impression in the real world, and which like was terrible. But it was a great idea, and I think it's this is that idea just done a bit better. It's just executed a bit more well. I think they should have I... taken it even further and had like have that avatar of Smith destroyed after like it's first revealed to be Smith, and then have him come back as someone completely different, and then some and, and like eventually have a child doing a Hugo Weaving impression. <laughs> um, I honestly didn't like that uh, aspect of the movie. 
I don't understand it. I don't understand why they kept uh, the Smith program around. Why it avoided the purge. He clearly Sometimes was you make under friends with a virus. You know? I don't know. I don't. They clearly had him under control. And I don't. I don't I think don't, they explain it very well. Uh, yeah, they don't. Explain well, they say it that at all. they needed. It's like they liked the conflict because the whole thing was basically. I I feel like they almost say that the only two people in the Matrix are Neo and Trinity in this one. The rest are all bots. They're all in that pocket reality. Is oh just, yeah. Yeah, because so it, it uh, creates enough like torment uh, uh, that it uh, uh, actually somehow is more efficient. Yeah, so the them being upset but, and tortured, so that's why all of that universe was just Neo and just uh, Trinity. See, I Did didn't that get that at all. Later, I don't. Though? I don't because know if that is Bugs, the case. Is the reason that Bugs like started to wake up was because she, yeah, because she saw cause Neo try to jump. Yeah, she saw Neo, oh, but then. Yeah. Uh, the architect says um, we kept experimenting and kept the more we focused on your pain and your kind of torment, the more oh, we got just, out of just, it. Uh, like a uh, kind of like at the heart of the engine is is Neo and Trinity, but we still have the rest of these. Um, okay, that parts yeah, it makes sense. Hip They're just more effective when this core is working uh, as a force. Um, duo or whatever the fuck yeah was from, but the, uh, that last crappy star wars movie <laughs> but um, having um so i think having smith be around to constantly be this like opposite force to neo next to him is probably there to just add to the torment because i don't of, i that me, was how i saw it it doesn't okay, make so it's any sense it doesn't make any sense in the lore of the universe with how damaging he was to the matrix and how much of a threat he was to destruct destroying all of it to even begin to keep him around let alone explain how they kept him around and then also i thought it was really weird when he did the met when like for me when i'm looking at it when he mentions maybe his piercing blue eyes or maybe too much I'm like your eyes don't even look blue in this shot. They look green and or gray because of the lighting. So I, I that honestly could also be your. Uh, I, I don't understand, uh, and I don't understand why more than the film. I'm, no, I'm watching it on a television. A, a Maybe they should have gotten the guy who Samsung did... television. Ah, I'm like five feet away. Trust me, it's not. Okay. it wasn't my viewing medium. <laughs> Maybe um, they should have gotten the guy who did uh, Red Skull. In uh, Infinity War and Endgame, someone who like just barely—it's like he, he kind of looks and sounds like Hugo Weaving. So I understand where this is coming from. Like how they how they how they did Crispin Glover in, uh, in Back to the Future too. Yeah, just hang on. He got sued. Down. They got badly sued for that. That's why uh, they went yeah. somewhere different here. Well, that's where likeness rights come from. Is Crispin? Glover. Yeah. Um, I I yeah I could have done without that whole character. I didn't. I didn't understand it. I didn't think they explained it well. It felt to me like he was aping Hugo Weaving's performance. And I felt that I, you know, I felt that I didn't like the, the way they did the Morpheus character either. I could have done without his character. Cause to me, it just felt like he was aping uh, Lawrence Fishburne's performance and whether or not that's what was intended. I don't know. To me, it just felt like I've seen this done better 
And I mean, I get that this was this the, that he wasn't technically Morpheus; he was part Morpheus Smith. But then, why do you also have Smith as a character? Yeah, two Smiths is better than one. <laughs> I I thought they could have done with no Smiths, and it would have been just. I, as I'm fun. just I'm just fascinated by the idea that uh, so Neo programmed that version of Morpheus, and that version of Morpheus is kind of like fun loving and silly and whatnot, and it's like. When the fuck was Morpheus ever this around? You yeah, know? like his, his, that, his wardrobe in this he, movie is just every scene killing he, it. <laughs> he clearly, he clearly copied some of the code from his time in Pee Wee's Big Playhouse. Or <laughs> See, I was like, just shows up in a ridiculous cowboy outfit, and no one mentions it. Jerry curls and all. That would have been amazing. If he had showed up with a Jerry Curl, the boys in the hood are always hard. That would have been amazing. I was like, oh. I mean, I honestly, I can't argue against any any feelings that you have, poet, against like how it doesn't fit because because I it's honestly I can totally see where you're coming from because there is a lot of this movie where I'm kind of like, okay, I'm gonna go with this because it's like that's uh, a choice, but oh, I, I, yeah, I it's you're good. And that's part of why I like the, honestly, the parts of this movie that work, work really, really well to the point where you can ignore the parts that don't, where you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm fine with this because everything else around it so far has been fine. Uh, Like they took a big enough and a different and an interesting swing and made something that like you could tell there was a lot of honest intention and earnest behind it. It wasn't just made for cynical reasons. There is a very clear story that Lana wanted to tell and that comes across and that was just refreshing. It was like, maybe some of the choices are weird and I'm just going to go along with it because it's obvious this is the way you wanted to do it. And that's super rare from a huge multi-million dollar film anymore. I I agree with that. It's it's now like even if I didn't like the choice, yeah. It's, it's, I I I'm honestly glad this is not making a lot of money. Like I'm sorry for everyone involved. I'm sure it sucks, but if this was a huge billion dollar Spider-Man success, we'd be having six more sequels and another yeah. Animatrix. And like, no, See, I'm happy. I think here. that is still coming. Like yeah. no matter what, that is still coming because it's part of Warner Brothers' approach to IP. Yeah. And if we don't get like a second version of the Matrix MMO or some sort of animated version that they can spin off this, like they like it, the movie itself says this is going to happen no matter what. And they're not just going to one and done because the director came back and wanted to make it better. It's like, OK, you've set the game board, but we're now going to play with everything you just did, just as we are going to do now so, or before. So, like, I'm almost I would like that, if they brought um, back the Animatrix. Oh, I would love to see a second AM Matrix. Like, go into the Civil War, go into, like, the Area of Peace. Maybe even, like, go after this story. Show a little bit of what comes next. Or, or like, more Show the, some the, obvious versions of and Morpheus. And his, like, weird band of exiles. Yeah. Uh, give, give us the Castlevania uh, episode that people have always wanted. Uh, <laughs> and, and as well, like, I'm, I worry that, and it's, it's inevitable, it's inevitable, um, when Ready Player Two comes out, we're gonna see a lot of this movie in it. Uh, Are they doing a the Ready Player Two? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a well, the, Ready Player Two that book. The so. Second, I, it, it was, I, that uh, that book was optioned and created because the studio uh, asked him to. 
<laughs> Which I don't know uh, if you guys but, have read Ready Player One or not. Oh it's God, I, I tried. I've tried <laughs> twice. I have not got past the first chapter. It is the most obnoxious person that like being trapped at a convention with the most stereotypical, horrendously obnoxious geek who just talks over you condescendingly about stuff you know about where you can't mm-hmm. get away from them. And, I read uh, it shortly yeah. after it came out, and I was like, oh, this is fun. I like this stuff. This is cool. Like, I'm having a good time. And I hadn't been reading much back then. Like, I had that period between, like, my teens and my 20s where just I hadn't read books the way that I had, you know, that I used to. So I'd gotten back into it, and after reading for a while, I was like, man, this is great. I'm glad I'm I'm reading stuff again. And I got the audiobook like, a co- couple of years later or something i was like you know what i got this for free uh, i liked this book let's listen to this and listen to that audiobook i was like how did i like this what is this, this is horrible like it's just so bad yeah well, and the, the, the sequel is even worse because now he knows who he has a contract with he knows who the the movie would be through so all of it is a reference to warner brother property uh warner brother oh, music shit. warner yeah so it's oh, man. to be a fucking yeah nightmare. one of the worst books i've read uh was his uh the second book he, he published after ready player one was his book called armada which is basically oh, yeah. just the last starfighter but worse boom roasted <laughs> it's so like i was reading i was like this is so bad it's just it i i hate i had to finish it like just because i didn't want to like to defeat me i was like no i'm gonna fuck this book I don't want to reading it. Me. it's uh, like i'm not letting it win i'm gonna hate read this oh uh, uh, it's so it's so awful it's just the oh god it's somehow even worse than ready player one well i think that's record. when i found I think that's when I found out how bad Ready Player was because I I hadn't I'd, I'd read that second book and I was like, oh my god, this is tar- terrible. The f- I really liked Ready Player One. What is this? And then I listened to the audiobook and I was like, oh okay, this is this is the one at fault here. <laughs> I I enjoyed Ready Player One the book, but I don't I don't necessarily am not looking for War and Peace or. Doiskayeski. Nope. I don't even know how to pronounce I that mean, name. I apologize. I'm just Fuck like it. going um, back to Resident Evil. I I really enjoyed the Resident Evil novelizations. Like I'm not that. I don't need that much to enjoy a good to enjoy a book. It's that bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, like it's it's not even like hey did you like this thing? Well here's something that is like campy and terrible and cheesy, but you know it's still made with love. No, this is hey remember this? Remember this? And as it shoves it in your face and goes okay, do you remember this? And it shoves that in your face and it wants you to pay for it the whole time. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I read it once. I enjoyed it. Uh, I liked the movie. Uh. I think it's funny that the that the uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's funny that the movie clearly has no no uh, concept of uh, of the Soul. internet and what it actually like meme culture and it clearly is just like. But it's directed by such a young man. I know. <laughs> So like, that's it. the worst part about it is it's Spielberg uh, like referencing his own shit. <laughs> just feel like, yeah, it's paying the bill for my musical. So does he get residuals if he references I didn't want to make this. <laughs> I like this idea of Spielberg. Like, I don't want to make this movie, but I wanted to make War Horse, so here we are. <laughs> it's like, you, know, you could just every day, he's like, 
working on my storyboards for West Side Story. I'm going to get to do my musical finally. I've been waiting my whole career to do this. <laughs> Stupid fucking soulless. Uh, oh, my God. That lost $280 million, uh, by the way. Uh, West Side Story. Yeah. yeah. lost a bunch of money. Like, That's how one. I want to see it, but I'm not going to the theater now, and like no one's going to the theater unless it's for Marvel. And the biggest audience for an old like musical, a classic musical, is going to be elderly people who uh, that's the target demographic anyway, and they're not fucking going to the theater now. It's like no, I'm not dying for Ansel (laughs) Exler. Yeah. I, I just like the idea that we as a society, and myself included, because I was there opening night, have actually decided that the bar is, yeah, I will kill myself to watch a new Marvel movie. I, I was there Saturday, so I can't lie. I, honestly, <laughs> I haven't seen if, it yet. I'm waiting I've for gotten, uh, uh, If it had been a week later, I probably wouldn't have seen it in the theater as much as I want, because my wife would be like, no, absolutely not. But Because she just, she just got to the point now where things have gotten... So rough that we're like, okay, we're locking down again. We're not going to go anywhere. We're going to order our groceries. To be that kind of thing. But yeah, it's scary. Continually. Yeah, our uh, the hospital next to where I work uh, is canceling cases because uh, thirty-seven of their nurses called out after attending a Christmas party in which Jesus. they all got COVID. Oh my Jesus. god! Yeah. Well, the- uh, Ontario just announced. I think it was it was either today or yesterday. We had uh, over ten thousand new cases, and that is with the testing capacity completely maxed out. Where they're like, this is almost certainly a much much smaller number than the actual cases we have. Oh so God. yeah, it's uh, it's getting out of control. Um, it's real but, bad, folks. <laughs> Uh, I know, I know you haven't seen it, so I'll say I'll, I'll, I, I, I want to know: Have you seen the new Bond movie? I have seen that. Yes. What did you and think of that? Without spoiling oh, it, those, because I don't know, Billy, have you seen the new it, Bond? But I loved it. And it is, uh, yeah, yeah. It love, is the third, it. like second or third best Craig film. It is strongly in the good side of his movies, and <laughs> the its biggest sin is that you have to watch that fucking atrocious specter to understand what's going on because the <laughs> plot in it is needed for that last garbage movie that is just long dull and painfully agonizing but this one's great it looks amazing it's well acted great action fun set pieces all the characters are awesome they're great performances loved it great bond movie. yeah it's even kind of like it's a satisfying like character uh 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 I don't know how to put like uh, uh, th- what they do with him is really satisfying. And it's just like, yeah. oh, fuck. OK, shit. OK, OK, OK. This is different. A good swing. I like it. Good job. Like it's it's like, a oh, nice. Oh, oh, damn. OK, OK. I'm glad the you both enjoyed it. I watched was Skyfall. I uh, I really like Skyfall for what it's worth. Yeah, Skyfall's great. That's like the only Bond movie that I've really liked Think really um, I just I, I'm not I just don't get it I I, I don't connect to James Bond uh, for, like, like, for me it's it's uh, I, I like I I understand where you're coming from. like I love Daniel Craig but for me it's Moonraker or nothing <laughs> see I wasn't I've never been the biggest Bond person I like the Pierce Brosnan Bonds uh I mean I liked Goldeneye I liked 
Pier- I think I like Pierce Bronson's Bond simply because of the GoldenEye game and the GoldenEye movie. The subsequent yeah. movies I could have done without. Um, Daniel Craig is definitely my James Bond. Mm. Uh, when he walked out of the uh, water in uh, in Casino Royale, that's the closest to being gay as I've ever come. It was very good. It was very it, good. Uh, like, yeah, I understand. Just like, uh, yes, take me in your arms and look into my eyes with those blue eyes. Like, yeah, with those piercing blue eyes. On. Those are piercing blue eyes, uh, fake Agent Smith. Um, I I did <laughs> not like this movie at all. England, I'll have you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, I did not like this movie at all. I felt it. Uh, I, I didn't remember not liking Spectre. Uh, you definitely need to see it to see this one i just felt this was a a movie unneeded and i think i think skyfall was really where they should have ended i think that was those i think those three movies i like quantum of solace i think i'm clearly one of the only people who liked quantum of solace it's not the worst dislike it it's It's just that it's it just like it existed yeah um yeah i don't know that's how i feel about this one I think it's funny to me that I also am like that's my least favorite of that trilogy because normally in a in a in a normal I guess trilogy if you want to look at it that way I always find the second movie to be like the most exciting the one that always kind of sticks out to me with like whether it's like Empire Strikes Back or uh, uh, like the Two Towers but for some reason Quantum of Solace is kind of forgettable to me as opposed to like Casino Royale and Skyfall where I don't know they really they kind of stuck the landing with those. Uh, Skyfall, especially. I think it re- the, the reason I think I liked Skyfall is it really did get it more into like James Bond the person, and I I, I like a story about like just the character. You should watch the new one. It's got it's, a lot yeah. of. It, it is the most character work that Craig has done, and it is definitely like the most any Bond film would have done. I would say. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely put in the most work since like on his Majesty's uh, on her Majesty's Secret Service on his Majesty's yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah her his whichever one no, the lazy one I've, that this I've, this I've film directly that, references. In fact, it might have been it might have been from you that I heard that uh, that it, there's definitely more of like the character you know, but because that's what I enjoy about stories in general. You know, <laughs> like with the Matrix, I don't think you know I would have been as interested in a sequel that didn't have like Neo and Trinity, you know, cause those are the two that I cared about the most in the previous movies. So I'm like, yeah, what I'm glad that they're here. Like I'm interested in this story because of that. Um, with James Bond, yeah, it's, it's usually just like, Oh, there's a new threat. What are we going to do? James? I, 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 that, that movie, he's like, I'm going to fuck this woman first that. and then we're going to save the world. Like, oh, yeah. you're not wrong, and you didn't exactly spoil it. You did kind of also spoil this one, because it's James Bond. They have to follow the formula. I did like that they the the new 007. Uh, yeah. I, I, and I did like her and him's interaction. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. Uh, but ultimately, I felt like I, I could have done without this, this James Bond. Um. Well, I, I, I want I to go back to the Matrix and yeah, the, go ahead, go the Orpheus the Smith character. Um, when, for the first half, when he first appeared, and it was like, this is a really different way to play Morpheus. Like, he's kind of, it seems like every take he starts off acting like, 
doing a Lawrence Fishburne impression, but before they yell cut, he kind of winks to the camera. Is like, isn't this kind of fun? It's like, that's a really different way to play it. And then when it comes up, it's like, oh, he's half Morpheus, he's half Smith. It makes so much sense that it would have that kind of playfulness afterwards. Like, yeah, I'm doing this. It was, yeah, it, I it, like him and Groth both, I think. I'm glad that it wasn't like, all right, let's just do your best, you know, Hugo Weaving or Lawrence Fishburne impression. Like, I'm glad they did their own thing with it. Because otherwise you would have spent the entire movie going like, I mean, I guess you did a good job, but it's it's not the original. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure plenty of people are still doing. You know, you just oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. gonna be people bitching about this for years. I will say uh, again, the uh, I I thought the CGI on on the real the real world versions of those is gonna not hold up. It doesn't hold up now, and it's not gonna hold up. It's gonna be like the Agent Smith in. The Agent Smith fight in oh yeah the oh, and, and, and I don't oh, think I it'll be watch that, that and... because oh. you can get the, the the real world stuff you can kind of take take and be like okay like it just it looks even if it looks kind of weird I didn't think so but even if it ages kind of poorly I've seen plenty of like CGI from past years that didn't age super great but you're kind of like okay that was the time though or that was just this is how it looks it doesn't like ruin the experience for me. I would not compare it to that Agent Smith fight because that is almost impossible for me to watch because the entire time I'm like, this looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, it lo- it looks this is just cartoon. really, There really are video bad. games from that same period of time that look so much better than that, and that's a problem. Yeah. Why? Well, and speaking, I, I, speaking of which, there's a video game uh, of this from this time that almost looks better. The Unreal... Uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's a remake this entire movie in it. Yeah, it, it's it's shocking how good it is. It's it's unsettling. Yeah. It is. I love it. <laughs> Having actually played it, it's it's yeah, it's very like Yeah, I was like, man, this is it. Matrix here. Or I'm almost in the Matrix. <laughs> I can almost have the thin version of myself I've always dreamed of. I mean I I'm definitely thin decide. in the Matrix, dog. <laughs> Because I'm thin in my head, and it's only when I look in the mirror that I'm like, ah. I mean, do you want to? Do you want to get thin? Do you want that to be our New Year's resolution? Because I'll get, I'll do that with you. Let's get thin look, together. I need to make this clear. The only way in my life that I'll be getting thin is when I die and wither away as I return <laughs> to the natural order of things. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 34 in a, in a few months. I, I'm at the point in my life where I'm pretty confident that if I'm sticking around this size, it's like if it go if it drastically fluctuates, there's a bigger issue. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, speaking as as the odd one out on that, um, I I lost 75 pounds at the age of 33 to 34, and that's after hey. transitioning at the age of 31. So. No, uh, none of you. None of you have any excuse. None I think I found it. I think I found your seventy-five pounds. I mean, I'm honestly, I've I've got a bit of a gut. That's it. Like I'm, I, I really, I think it's a little unfair for me to be like, let's get thin. When like, if I lose twenty pounds, I'm good. <laughs> you're not. Yeah, you're not fat. You're just not doing anything. No, I, I've got a dad bod, and I guess it's appropriate. You, you are a dad, and, you know, you should have a bod to survive in. We need meat, meat skeletons. Delightful. 
<laughs> oh, nice long dead air that. after meat skeletons. Sorry, I got distracted. There's a baby. <laughs> hey, baby. Um. Uh. Well, is there anything else? Uh. What. Uh. What is coming up on. Uh. The Blue Rose Cinema. Right. We should talk about that. We have a new episode coming out. Uh. For New Year's. Then there's going to be a slight break where we kind of back up some stock up on a couple episodes and then we're going to have a nice little streak of new shows coming out. Yeah. Well, what's coming out next month, man? Well, the next episode will be Solaris. Okay. The uh, the, the, uh, uh, space movie? I was going to say the original, I think it is. Yeah, the Tartosky one. It's a remake, isn't it? Oh, so not the George Clooney God, no. one. Uh, no, not the George Clooney one. Oh, which apparently is actually supposed to be decent. I haven't seen, but uh, the, at, at the... some point we'll have to do the George Clooney one to just be like, okay, so that wasn't Tartowski at all. Yeah, is like because the author supposed of the book to be? hated Tartowski. I think he was trying to do closer to the book because the author of the book hated. Tartofsky's version and I so I'm guessing Sodenberg was like trying to be a bit closer to the source material but oh my god obviously Steven Soderberg yeah oh my god that's like the exact opposite of Tartofsky that's why I'm really interested it's like who why would you pick him oh that'll like, never be in the a... Criterion collection no it's like was he a fan and just like yeah I wanted like I who do something different because I, I, yeah. I mean I, I always appreciate a different look at stuff when it's a remake or a, some sort of interpretation. If you wanted to do the same thing, then just go watch that movie. You know, don't do the same. Like like you guys, you guys have ever seen the the Psycho remake? Oh yeah, yeah. the shot for shot oh, one. God, it is yeah, shot for shot, pretty much the same script. It is fucking terrible. <laughs> it is so hard to watch. The the yeah. only but, positive thing i could say about that movie is i th- think maybe gus van sant did it as a fuck you to the studio being like a remake of this movie is dumb i'm going to show you how dumb it is i'm going to copy it exactly and it will be bad like I, the only way i could see that working is that he was trying to be like no this is why remakes are bad but it's I'm still garbage 100 down with gus van sant stealing money that is cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah. all right, if you're going to do this, fine. He did Idiots. it for uh, Goodwill Hunting 2, hunting season. <laughs> Applesauce, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, uh, set a take. You're a real artist. <laughs> so is the, uh, is the movie you guys are watching, is it also a space movie? It is, yes. Okay. It is uh, a long, weird, ponderous Russian space movie. Um, it is it is a bit punishingly long. It's nearly three hours, but it's very interesting, and it's uh, beautifully shot, well acted. Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of like it's the, it's the Russian 2001 Space Odyssey in that there are long moments where this space movie decides to just film like a green field with classical music for no reason. 
Yeah, I, I've never seen it. I've heard mixed things about it because it's come up before in like other podcasts and things that I've listened to. It's, and it sounds like it has like some interesting parts to it. Uh, yeah, it's good. I like I'd enjoy it. But. Uh, it's it's. I really like the director. He is the most challenging director that I like because his movies are aggressively. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the right way to say it? It's like they're aggressively not aggressive. helpful. Like you, aggressive. you, you have to watch it, and you have to. It does not hold your hand. It's just like, all right, there's going to be a ten minute sequence of us driving around and showing roads. Yeah, and just like a camera on the front of the car driving, and you have to think what this means for the story and we're not going to tell you and then later on in the movie you have to rethink about this because maybe it means something different maybe Good it, uh, it totally meant something different in the original text but I didn't like it so I ripped that out uh, I think I'm just going to watch Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City <laughs> <laughs> that's fair I'd recommend uh, Stalker if you want to if you want to watch a hard weird sci-fi movie from this guy. Stalker's a better one because it's just all existentialism. And I recommend the original Resident Evil series because Mila Jovovich is fantastic. Uh, you know, I've only seen the first one. I do remember well, liking it. They get fucking stupid, insane. Oh That's man, what they I've get heard. dumber and dumber as they go, and it but starts more glorious, like more glorious in their dumb. And I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, they didn't they didn't follow the source material. I don't care about that. It's just so over the top and silly and I and not in a way that I enjoy, so I just can't get into them. (laughs) The last movie features Jorah Mormont standing on top of a super tank that is like five or six highway uh, lanes wide while zombies follow it and he's shouting fucking revelations at them. It's beautiful. That sounds amazing. That that sounds almost as poetic as beautiful as anything Tartovsky's done. There's a scene in one of the movies that I I can't remember which one it is because they all kind of I, I've I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen a few of them. They all kind of blur together. But they take parts from the games that are like the worst parts of the game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and put it in the movie and it's like why did you choose this you had like a nine hour game and you're like where's that 30 minutes that's just terrible that's it we're putting it in <laughs> it's so awful delightful films seriously well, we, rewatch, you will not be uh, disappointed is not the word but it'll pass time I mean, I just they will be like... entertaining maybe not intentionally but they will be entertaining I just feel like I'd rather offer up other choices if people would like to watch Mila Jolovich's work. Um, the Fifth Element. Booker. I mean, Fifth Element, he just for chased sure. The cat. I would like, say uh, um, Dazed and Confused. Uh, Chaplin would be yeah. married She's with like children. She's like barely in Chaplin, though. Uh, I'm, at this point, I'm, I'm just doing anything to do movies other than the I haven't seen it I've heard the messengers decent resident evil movies 
I mean, the fifth uh, the, element would be my go-to. The, yeah, the fifth element uh, definitely has a couple of really weird elements of uh, her screaming into a fisheye lens uh, up close, and you have to take it seriously. <laughs> it's a fucking uh, flick. I mean, if I'm going for Mila Jolovich, probably I'm going for Days and Confused. And I yeah. know she's not hard. She's hardly in that movie as well. But, she does have oh. that truly amazing moment of trying to light her joint while super high and like gets distracted by the flame, which is one yeah. of the most like honest and realistic performances of being stoned I've ever seen because she was fucking high. Like it's, it's... I'm looking up her IMDB real quick because I'm trying to remember. By the way, how crazy her daughter looks so much like her. It's Man, just like um her. She was great in Black Widow. I know it's like really short, but hey, well, I gotta go do something while you guys are looking at IMDb. I'll be right back. All right. Okay. I gotta see like what what would I watch? Mila Jovovich. This, yeah, like Fifth Element was really going to be the her film to be remembered by. I think. Uh, I mean, that was, well, the Resident Evil franchise, regardless of its quality, that whatever you think. Yeah, it's that'll quality, be. She's gonna be known for that. She was in the new Hellboy. That oh, was she such was. A yeah. I didn't see it, but I'd heard it's, mixed things. It's, I was like, eh. Super disappointing. I love the director too. It's it's weird because it's got a bunch of parts that should work and they don't. Yeah. They're just they're they're not connected by anything that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my god, you just pooped again. Push. <laughs> <laughs> You're still yeah, that's pooping. What, that's what watching the movie's like. Man, he he. My son has just this look on his face of like concentration. <laughs> Serious business. Man, are you okay? Because you seriously like just pooped. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, now he's running. All right. There you go. <laughs> I'm to make sure he gets it all out anyway. So. I'm gonna need help because he's in that period where. He does not want you to change his diaper. Uh, Even though I know he's uncomfortable. How, how old is he now? He right, just turned two. Wow. Hey, don't mess so with I, her. What I miss? Anything? Did Billy pick oh, out oh, his oh. Mila Jolovich movie? No, I went through the entire thing, and The Fifth Element is her best movie, for sure. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it is a good movie. It's like... It might not be the Chaplin might be the best movie she's in, but Fifth Element is definitely the one. Is like, yeah, she's good in it. This is a good movie. That's she's a major role in that movie, though. So I would put because I, I I haven't seen Chaplin in a long time. I know it's a good movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I would say yeah, she's, she's such like, a minor role in it that I'm yeah. She's one of the terrible wives. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, what do we got? Anything else? Is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, oh, there's one other thing where I can announce this will be later in the new year. There's going to be a spin-off show for the Blue Rose Cinema Club. <coughs> ah, yes, yes, yes. Not tr- exactly following criterions. So there'll be some in there, but it is cinema on hard mode. It is movies that are notoriously difficult. To- to watch either for content, length, both. <laughs> and we'll be discussing the films that you've probably heard of that you might not have actually worked out the courage to watch. 
essentially, we're going to just hit Salo really fucking hard. I was gonna, that was yeah. the first movie that popped in my head. I was... <laughs> Which movie? <laughs> Salo, 100 Days of Sodom. Ugh. Be happy you've never heard of it. Uh, I guess so. And like, why would you uh, want to watch these movies? I, that's what I don't understand. Why this is, would this you is Charlie's idea? Watch this is Charlie's idea. Torturous. It, it well, because one like, uh, you know, art is sometimes should be challenging, and it's interesting to see examples of that. Some of them are good, and some of them are not. And it's you know, like uh, the movie Irreversible would be one. Like I've seen that. That's an amazing movie. I don't ever want to see that again <laughs> but uh that would that would be a good example of like that's sometimes it's like you've seen it once it's like it was great i respect it for x i don't want to ever put myself through that and it's hard to recommend to someone but if the other person wants a movie that is horrific or emotionally taxing or you know extreme it's it's an interesting part of the medium I don't think that word interesting means what you think it means. He wanted an excuse to torture me every that's, couple of weeks. That's what it sounds like. Well, I'm torturing myself, too. Cause, like, I'm going to have to watch them. It's also an excuse to watch some of these movies. Yeah, finally. You like, claim it's torture, but you like this stuff. You claim that, like, oh, I love films. I'm a filmmaker. Yeah. I can look at this to see, oh, look at this. No, they're terrible films. You shouldn't waste anybody's time with them. I don't need to eat a bad sandwich to know, oh, like, why was this a bad sandwich? What were they trying to say with this bad sandwich? No, sometimes it's just a bad sandwich. I don't know. Like, I, honestly, I, I, I wish I could try to get Poet to watch a movie like that. Because there are times where I've been like, hey, let's let's do this. Let's watch this movie and talk about it. I think that'd be fun. And he's like, I have no interest in doing that. And it's, ne- <laughs> it's never anything that bad. But <laughs> I, I couldn't even get him to do that maybe once a year, let alone. You guys are doing this like every other week? No, God, no. This, this is definitely going to be uh, like we'll do three or four episodes of Pluro Cinema Club and then. You know, every fifth one will be a cinema in hard mode. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like Russian roulette. There's, there, somewhere in that chamber is a bullet. Yeah. So, oh, next month, we got to do the human condition. Cool. Nine hours of depressing <laughs> Japanese humanist cinema about how awful the war was. Oh, boy. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, that one I have seen. It's really good, but yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Nine what? hours. What is one thing you've watched recently that uh, you would recommend? Uh, new, I would say, Power of the Dog. Yeah, I watched that a couple weeks ago, and that was just was fantastic. Really intense, slow burn, powerful drama. Best work Benedict Cumberbatch has ever done. Uh, James, oh, is it that? Uh, is that a western? Yeah. Uh, Kristen Dunn, Jesse Plemons in it, kid from Slow West, uh, J- Jane Champion who did uh, the piano. Mm-hmm. That's really, really great, powerful film. That um, also Enchanto, the new Disney movie, is just just wonderful and charming, and has amazing music from uh, Lin Manuel Miranda who did Hamilton. It's super catchy and great. Sure. Two ends of the spectrum recommending for you. Yeah, Happy yeah. film in a sadder film oh hey uh, it turns out i may have been possibly exposed to 
uh, COVID. Thank you, Adam. Oh, how lovely. For oh, telling wonderful. me that. Glad we're ending yeah. on that note. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, and do you have any recommendations? Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, recently I, I saw a screener of Cyrano. That, uh, that's probably going to win, or uh, that's probably going to be uh, uh, Oscar bait that will get ignored. Um, Peter Dinklage does a, a really decent, like, old school musical in which none of the songs are memorable and you just kind of go, well, that was a nice two hours. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, aside from that, I've been watching a lot of old stuff and I absolutely suggest Capricorn one, uh, which is a early seventies uh, TV movie, I believe. Um, and, and it's essentially uh, what if, uh, so James Brolin, OJ Simpson, and one of the guy, one of the old guys from law and order, are uh, the Apollo astronauts, or they're, they're going to, the, to Mars, but something happens, they have to fake the moon landing, and then NASA decides to hunt and kill them. Fantastic 70s bullshit. Oh, man. Yeah, um, uh, oh, God, what's his, what's his name? Um, uh, the dude who uh, always uh, had the, the sucker and said, uh, who loves you, baby? Oh, fuck. The baby from Roger Rabbit? No, no. Well, he's kind of <laughs> he's kind of based on that. He was like an old seventies, sixties uh, uh, and seventies like movie star. Telly Telly Savalas. Oh. Telly Savalas shows up flying a biplane for no fucking reason for the last <laughs> twenty minutes of the movie. It's fantastic. Oh, I Shit. think that just happened in random seventies yeah. movies. Like every couple of de- <laughs> every couple yeah, yeah. Of movies each year in the seventies, he just shows up in a biplane. Like I I, I would he love that. He just that circles exactly Hollywood and it's like. Some days uh, he just flies by your set. I'm like, well, I guess he's in the movie now. You know, the Matrix <laughs> is happening just over there. <laughs> oh, oh, I do have another recommendation. Malignant. That movie is... Uh, oh, yeah. I've heard that's really insane. fun. It, it started out as like, okay, I see what this is doing. That's kind of dumb, but that's... You know what? I'll go with it for a bit. And it takes a couple hard left swerves that went in directions that I did not expect to ever see in a movie. Um, it is James Wan directed the fuck out of that. Like he, Ooh. every shot is like, no, this is going to be cool. It well, is, I like James Wan. So that's worth a shot. Yeah. It, you it's, guys are going to make me feel embarrassed for my recommendations. Oh, oh. oh, I, so I, watched, uh, I know they're terrible. No, I'm watching. So <laughs> one of them is terrible. I won't. De- I won't deny that. But I watched. Uh, I watched Romeo Must Die the other day because Liz wanted to watch it. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, I, but I haven't seen it in a long time. I because I watched it when I was like a teenager. Uh, it was cool, so cool. much fun, dude! It was yeah, a ton it, of fun. It's like no, the, if Alita movies are great. Like, yeah. man, she was in that, wasn't she? Yep, yeah, she was. it was like yeah. her first like big role, and it was awesome. Like, it's a little long. I was saying, I was telling Liz, like, if they cut like 15 minutes out of this, it would be fantastic. Honestly, I think it's, but it's a lot of fun if you're into like that late 90s, early 2000s, like American trying to copy the Chinese fight choreography kind of thing. Like, this is definitely you'd enjoy this. I, I man, I had a blast watching it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, other uh, fun. DMX, got it. Like, yeah, it works. See, that's a part of the reason it doesn't work and and needs to lose like fifteen minutes though is because DMX shows up at the beginning of the movie and you don't see him again for like an hour and a half and then they just kill him in that scene. <laughs> Spoilers. So it's like I forgot the dude was in the fucking movie and you just killed him. <laughs> yeah. 
but regardless, still ton of fun. Uh, other movie I watched, and this is a terrible movie. And what that's it's, if you like watching bad movies, uh, have you guys ever watched the ice cream man with Clint Howard? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> man that's a deep cut <laughs> i know and it's so bad but in it's so worth watching because of how bad it is like every scene is like what is happening why <laughs> it's like the oh, perfect, oh. perfect thing to watch during covid because it's like i could watch this or experience a global plague hmm. there's a lot of unique and interesting choices made in that film <laughs> Uh, Clint Howard's performance is just something to see. It's so weird, and but I, I it's it's fun if you like that kind of movie. Uh, also, main kid is supposed to be like the, the the fat kid, but it's so obvious he just has a pillow underneath. His <laughs> movie. Couldn't even get a fat actor. They're like, no. Just well, because so at the end of the movie, he's thin because he's given up ice cream. Like that's his. Suddenly, he's, the, the pillow's gone, and he's like, he, he's learned his lesson, I guess, or whatever that lesson was supposed to be. <laughs> I'll be honest. Oh, I want to go one. get some ice cream now. Um, <laughs> speaking of ice cream, what did you guys think of the new Batman trailer? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, um, like yeah, I'll take it. Um, looks like awesome. I'm gonna watch it. I'm I'm really really hopeful that it's i can go see it in theaters like that i want that to be my first movie back in cinemas i i we'll see but god it looks fun <laughs> i'm still on the fence i like i really like uh the look of his batman and i really like the look of uh robert pattinson as in the batman suit um i the, his all the bruce wayne stuff just to me, still smacks of them going, you know who should play uh, Bruce Wayne? And the guy from Twilight. And they were like, Robert Pattinson? And they were like, no, Edward from Twilight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the actor who is known to be a bitch. We want we want Sparkle yeah. Boy. Yeah. yeah. And like, so uh, I'm, I, I, I'm hoping it's good. I, want it, I don't I want it to be bad. Matt, like, uh, Matt Reeves, I... I had such a huge axe to grind against the um, Planet of the Apes movies. I was like, the what? I these love are those terrible. Movies. What? I to see. I didn't watch them I, for so long because I was like, I cannot fathom Dude, a crazy. world where these are good. Like, I saw Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes in theaters. Oh, I saw okay. the original Planet of the Apes. These, these movies are fucking terrible. Even the first one's not very like. It's, it's interesting. It's not good. Oh, that's heresy. Like, yeah, sorry. It's, I, I I just was like, there's no world where a movie about apes is good. I'm just not seeing this. <laughs> and uh, finally, when it was announced he was going to do the Batman movie, he was like, fuck it, fine. I'll finally force myself to sit down and watch these. First one was great. And then Matt Reeves came on board. And the s- sequels are modern masterpieces where I was blown away. And I was like, all right, if he can change my mind on a movie that I was actively watching with the intent to dislike that when it ended i was like this is absolutely incredible one of the best films i saw that year him working on batman it i'm sure i'm going to like it yeah i just hope it lives up to its promise not not even a type just like its promise of like, like it has to be better than fucking Zack snyder it it's has not, to literally anything like, is it it's that's the thing is like 
we've and had that so, I mean, we haven't seen a bat a good Batman movie live action since like we haven't seen a really good one since the Dark Knight. We haven't seen a yeah. like good one since Rises. It's it's been a long what what it'll be ten years. Rises was twelve, right? Yeah, yeah that seems about right. So it's been yeah. ten years since we have had a watchable live action movie with Batman. Fuck off, Snyder. Man, do you know what I was thinking of today? It's funny you say that. I I remember. I don't know what made me think of it, but I remember being so annoyed when uh, on Rooster Teeth, uh, Bernie made the the Dark Knight spoilers thread in the movie's <laughs> form. I know that sounds. I know that's so random to talk about, but I just remember being so annoyed because I tried talking in it, and there were people that never commented in that forum who were there because he made it, and it was just so irritating, like trying to talk to them because if, so if you disagreed with them, they like got on your shit. I, I it was the worst. Uh, like I think that was either just before I was a mod. It was before I was a mod, yeah, because I yeah, was. I think so. And because I was like one of those guys who would contact the mods and patrol the forum, be like, "Hey, this is—they made a bad thread, or they've made—and you weren't allowed to make movies for like there was already one thread for it. You could not make a new thread for like spoiler discussions or not spoiler discussions. And yeah. Bernie did that, so Bernie broke the forum rules, and it was just like. I remember Celtic Pred and I were like, what the fuck do we do? Like, we can't, like, report him. It's fucking Bernie. <laughs> like, yeah, it was super... I just remember, and being, I remember really it being, like, serious business man. to me. I fucking miss those forums. Everything was, was so important. Like, like, do you remember somebody else made the, the intelligence film conversation threaders? I was like, what oh, the yeah. fuck is this? What? Uh, AP something, wasn't it? I don't AT, I thought, I thought Celtic did that one. No, no. He was not very well liked in that thread, if I recall. Uh, Celtic wasn't liked? Was not, I don't think. Uh, that was... Those were good times. Funny look, yeah, it's funny looking back and I was like, man, that shit was so serious back then. Dude, you Actually, I know you were funny. Smith. I was I was at a party not long ago, and um, something randomly came up uh, about like uh, uh, of Rooster Teeth, and I think someone was talking about um, uh, Barb, and I was like, oh yeah, Barb, fucking I know Barb, and he was just like, oh my god, you know that? It's like, wait, no, hold on. At what point did these people become celebrities? These are fucking people we knew on forums on the internet. This yeah, she showed up on uh, on my TikTok feed on my FYP, and I was and she has like all these like not a ton of followers, but enough. People like, oh my god, I love you in whatever the animated thing. I don't watch it, but I was Maybe like, really? <laughs> I just remember she was on the site. <laughs> yeah, I remember I like, saw oh, her oh. at like Fan Expo, and she had a line of like hundreds of people. I was like, hey Barb, um, <laughs> I'm not standing in line to say hello to you, so I'll just be over. here. Yeah, yeah, like I'm how big Gavin be like her. or how big like Gavin and those has become with the slow mo guys and like yeah. the stuff he's done on films. Yeah, fucking crazy. Like, I, meanwhile, it was interesting like, hearing him talk about Sherlock Holmes on Corridor Crew, and I'm like, I'm like, I've chatted <laughs> with that guy on RVB. This is very weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> used to get in fucking arguments with that asshole. Hey, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Like silently nigmodded. 
hilarious. <laughs> I just remember the, like the biggest post I ever got that got like a of a, a a point from Bernie was when uh, I made the like little picture that said the comic book movies forum would like their mods back, please. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just a picture of Batman standing on the rubble of the building that fucking uh, Rachel had just been blown up in. I forgot that. Just, and, I was like, and I was like, and I got a like from Bernie. I was like, all right. I guess my voice does get here. It was, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was currency. You were just like, no, no, no. I've been blessed by the gods of the site. My opinion means more now. Which, was, <laughs> which is amazing I, for I me, considering I only spent time in the comic book movies thread. Like, I did not venture outside of that thread much at all. It, 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 was, it was gut ugly outside. The yeah, political oh, the there, sports I, I tried. Like, I, I wanted to, like, because I was like, man, I really like everybody in this CBM thread. I wonder what other people are like. Nope. And it turns out. It wasn't for me. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Other people are terrible. And like, we, we liked everyone in the comic book movie thread, except for we were always fighting. Oh, constantly. Oh, constantly. We still do. I, I hold some of those it... grudges to this day. <laughs> I'm not proud of that fact. I'm a grown man. I was an adult when all of this took place. You you all were children. I was a grown adult who should have known better. And I will go to war to this day over some of the stuff that happened 10 years ago on an internet site that's no longer around. Now, that said, there are pe- not not people that we were friends with, but there are people that like commented uh, like in like those forums that if I were to interact with today, I think I would still be like, edgy about where I'm like uh like what was that one kid uh Hitalek, I think was, that, was that, <laughs> that little I hated that guy and I, I was never like mean to him but like, he would like go out of his way to be mean to other people he was just a little pissant that's all yeah he was such a oh, just the worst they're like I don't know I still don't want to talk to Grunty that's you know, there, there, it's, I, I don't hold many grudges from that day, but fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I didn't like Grunty then, so and I'm not sure I wouldn't like him now. Because it wasn't one of those things where, like, oh, you know, benefit of the doubt. I always had, like, a, you know, I always had a strong feeling about that guy. Like, there's something weird about him. He, he, he is, like, the, the most stranger danger person that you could imagine. So, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Ugh. Good times back in the old form. Yep. Well, I think this is a good place to call it, you guys. <laughs> Seems about yeah. right. We, Thanks we for have... having me. This has been fun. Yeah. Yes, thank you Fantastic. both for joining us. Please, if you have not, check out the Blue Rose Cinema Club. You can find uh, them on... Uh, all the uh, podcasting listening locations you would typically find podcasts at. Just and, all of them. All you, of them. All of them. And you can see uh, uh, video versions of the podcast on YouTube under My Gender uh, Cinema. Yep, that's the one. Yep, and it will, and there will be a new episode out for New Year's. Yes, tomorrow. So, oh, God, how is the year over? 
I guess I guess I better get editing this episode right away to, to correlate with your. Well, by the time this uh, comes out, like it will be out. So now you can check for sure, dear listener, it will be out. <laughs> yeah, you have no excuse. Go fucking watch it, ass. And also, oh, thank God, twenty twenty one is over. Man, thank God, yeah, yeah, twenty twenty two sitting there being like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm almost absolutely. Possibly a little bit, maybe kind of sure it'll be not worse, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M- meanwhile, it's sitting there looking like Willem Dafoe being, you know, I'm a bit of a shit show myself. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm, poet. Happy, uh, I'm Billy. <laughs> Maniacal laugh is in. <laughs> And he was Charlie. Good night. This is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza. I did say that. Was Charlie. Did you? I didn't hear, I didn't hear you say it. Uh, I was just before Billy. Oh. I, thought, I, I was like, were you waiting for Booker to say something? I'll be shocked. Look, I'll fix it in post.